What is going on, everyone? No intro song, no music. Let's just get right to it. It's late at night. It's basically past midnight for me. Uh, I'm working tomorrow, but it doesn't change the fact that it is officially football time. You know, in the past, it's always been like, oh, I can't believe it's here. It felt like it took forever. Uh, we just had the draft recently, and I, I don't know. It's been, at least for me on a personal note, it's been so busy. Uh, Dino and Austin, they're coaching Samuel Noah football. Noah's doing, uh, I think it's winter ball. No, fall ball. He's doing fall ball. The coach keeps calling it winter ball, but it's fall ball. So it's baseball, football, baseball, football. So, and work is incredibly busy that I haven't had time to even really stop and be prepared. Usually, like you guys said in the group text, there's usually some kind of ranking video. I always put down who had a good draft. I don't even know if we can call it a good draft anymore. Right now, uh, what I'm doing is team building grade. This is basically from you know the collect the collector, the contracts, the guys that we kept over, who we might have traded for or drafted previous years, as well as including this year's draft. It is who has been building the team. I did base it on a grade system. I will break down each position. I will try to get – there's three divisions. I'll try to spend several minutes on each team. I did my best to be fair. You know, if I, if I, I'm not going to talk about every player. One note, like I said, one note when, when Jacob – and he's honest. Jacob did smartly point out that sometimes it seems like everything's positive. It's not that I – everything – everyone is not – you know, this is not participation trophy. It's not everyone in the league is all A's or when I gave the grade, sometimes I would give – maybe too many high scores because I had too much faith in a certain player or they had big potential. So it was, it's hard to grade on potential. You look at someone like Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, Javonta Williams, you know, these guys who are coming in or who are in their second year, will this be a big breakout season for them? Or will it be you know, going through some rookie struggles? It's hard to grade players like that. So I try to put it in a situation to where every team, I'll explain it as I go through. But the point is, it, it's officially here, and I think this week has got the most hype, and I've actually finally said, hey, you know what? I do need to get some of these videos. I'm glad you guys mentioned it. I thought maybe I was going to make one last night, but it got late. Uh, so today, I'm making it. We're going to jump right into it, and I'm going to start with the first division, which is – let me get to it real quick. I believe that is my division, but I'm not starting with my team. We are going to get to – Let's scroll over to this league. Let's see these things. All these things keep popping up. Some of the waivers in the leagues I'm in are going through right now, and they're popping all over my screen. We will start with the NFL 2K22. As I mentioned in – I don't know if I put it in a group text. I don't know if I – I think I talked about it the last podcast when we interviewed our defending champ, Brian. Congratulations again, Brian. But I wanted to base it off some kind of new theme, and we will start with my favorite – football series of all time, and I'm in that division. I intentionally did that. NFL 2K22, the first team that I have on my phone showing me is Brian, so it's fitting that we start with the champ. So we'll break down each position, and right now with Brian, I'm starting with his quarterbacks. Now, as we go through Brian's team, I'm like I said, I'm not going to cover everything. Some teams I might mention a backup or someone on their bench, but who you put on is who I'm starting with. And as we break down his quarterbacks, you have Baker Mayfield and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I absolutely love. We saw how incredibly he was in college. Incredibly. How incredible he was in college. He has major upside and can easily be 
at the end of the season, he's on a bad team. That's the downside is that he's on a bad team. That's usually what happens when you get the first pick. He could easily still go out there and be a top eight quarterback with his rushing potential, his incredibly strong arm. He's got talent there with LaVisca uh, Chenault, DJ Chark, James Robinson. Should have had ETN. That didn't happen, unfortunately. But that team has so many good offensive weapons. The whole thing is, does Urban Meyer know what he's doing? There's reports where I feel at times they say that, you know, would he pull the ripcord now? Would he want to, does he realize what he got into and regret it? I don't know. But looking at the T, I do like T-Law a lot. But he, there's, like, like we mentioned with the earlier players I was talking about, there's the unknown factor. He's a rookie. He's going to have ups and downs. He's not coming to a team like I would say a Trey Lance or even a Justin Fields who might have a better team than the Jags or Trey Lance who has an incredible coaching staff and only got there because of the massive trades. I feel more comfortable with those quarterbacks than I, I would Trevor Lawrence, but I like Trevor Lawrence more than all of them. So T-Law good. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a, basically in our league like a career our, uh, QB2, right? It means he's from 13 to 24. He was 16, 18, 18 last year. I think he's going to be better this year because there's actually better and bigger expectations. I'm talking too long about this. Uh, these are not even notes I put in. Anyways, Baker Mayfield, I think, expect a little better than 18. Let's say he, at best, he gets top 15. He's still a QB2. So you have a rookie who's on a bad team who could end up being RB1 if he gets enough volume, and Baker, who we know is an RB2. Overall, for the quarterbacks, I gave a C plus. I do like T-Law, not in love with Baker, but he's still a good quarterback. He's still someone, if the rest of your roster is strong, could be someone big, but C plus, so not great. Running backs, as we get to James Robinson, Chris Carson, and does he have someone? Oh, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, honestly, is my favorite of all of them, but... The, the injury thing, as soon as he had a big game last year, it was, I think, a concussion in practice. Then he had another big game. Then it was, I think, a knee or hamstring. He always has these nagging little injuries that pop up. And here we go. Coming into the season, a lot of the hype was he can handle a uh, three-down back. He can get the work. Then they signed Jamal Williams. We know Jamal Williams is going to not just sit there on the bench. He is a very good running back. We saw what he did in Green Bay. He's going to get probably more touches here, especially when we see Swift, who is ready for week one going against a very tough Niners defense. So I don't know if Brian will play him. As of now, he's not on Brian's starting lineup. And I probably wouldn't either with Robinson and Carson. I prefer them with their matchups. But running backs are very good on this team. I like Robinson more, obviously, because ETN is gone. Robinson last year was a RB1. He was a top 10 running back. And we expect the same thing again, right? What The team only get, the team was not great, but he was. And the team only got better with Trevor Lawrence. So with that being the case, you would expect them to have to drop some guys back into coverage. Better season for James Robinson. Chris Carson, he's always been a good, solid RB2, right? There's He has big games. Then he has some okay games. He doesn't catch too much. He can catch. But I don't love him. I like him. I like him if, let's say I had Ezekiel Elliott and Carson, Alvin Kamara and Carson. I would love it. Carson and Robinson, I still like it because Robinson, like I said, last year was an RB1. He actually, I think, was better. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I think his stat line average per game was better than Ezekiel Elliott. So still okay. So his running backs with DeAndre Swift, who has elite skills, elite skills, um, is a B plus. Okay, so 
running backs, very good. Not there's no he has, like I said, Swift has elite skills, but he has not proven to be elite yet. It's only his second year, so he could break out. This could be the year by year two or three. But B plus for his running backs, solid group. Wide receivers, F one McLaurin, Terry McLaurin. He has always been a wide receiver too. He's had he stepped up out of nowhere. You know, I mean, he was he was supposed to be something coming from Ohio State, but he outplayed what they expected him. His first year, he was 29th in all receivers, and last year 20. So he was an art a wide receiver one. I expect our wide receiver two. I'm sorry. I expect him to be even better. Possibly wide receiver one with Fitzmagic there now in Washington. Jerry Judy, I mentioned earlier. How do you judge that? I think Judy will having not being number one. He might see the target volume drop because Cortland Sutton is there now, but he's also going to have the not the number one corner covering him. He could see better targets, be more wide open, not be the focal point as you have the run game with Javonta Williams and Melvin Gordon. You have a better, more accurate quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. I do expect Judy to, to be a top 15, top 18 maybe receiver, where, where weeks he will be a wide receiver one. He might finish top 10 that week. I don't think every week. I don't think he has enough volume to be a wide receiver one unless he blows up like a Tyree kill one week and then the next few weeks disappears, but his numbers overall would average out. I do like Jerry Judy a lot. I have him in several dynasty leagues. This could be a big year. Then you got Devonta Smith and Ruggs. He's got Alabama's receiving core. His name, team name should be something I used in one of my leagues before, the Alabama Bomb Squad, because with Judy, Devonta Smith, and Ruggs, he's got the three main weapons there. The only one he's missing is, oh, the fourth, is Jalen Waddell. Anyways, so very good receiving. I give his receivers – oh, and then he's also got Michael Thomas when he comes back. I give his receivers a B-. minus. The reason it's B-, minus, Michael Thomas will not be there all year. We don't know what to expect with him yet, and he's got McLaurin but has never been a wide receiver one. He's got major potential at receiver that could still carry his team to the playoffs with good running back play, but it, you can't grade it on potential alone, so that's why it's a B-. minus. Kelsey, this is easy. The number one tight end year in, year out. He's I don't expect him to just fall off the map like that. So continue to be elite. He's an A plus. Defense, it is top six, Washington. You gotta think some of their great young players are all entering their second or third year. They're gonna be even better. He gets an A for his defense. So through all his lineup, overall his team is a B. Almost a B minus. Right on the border. If you if hmm. I'm going to probably say B minus. I was going to say B. It's still up and it's hard. I have written B minus, then I changed it to B because I do like Kelsey. I do like his defense. But his quarterback is still too suspect, right? We know in three years, Baker hasn't been a QB1. So it, it, you are what you are. Your numbers tell you. Uh, and then you still have Trevor Lawrence, who I think could be great, but we have to see it. I'm still curious with DeAndre Swift. Can he stay healthy? He has no elite wide receiver at this point. I know Michael Thomas is, but he's not there. So I'm probably going to lean towards B-. Not a bad grade for the champ, but I'd be curious what we gave his team last year and his team took off. So that is the champions team. We're going to go next. Team on the list is my team. I'm not going to hit up each player. This will make up for the the overboard with Brian, but the champ deserves some some extra uh, speaking time. But for me – as I go through my team, I'll just tell you, Dak Prescott, he was going to be the number one quarterback until he got hurt. The Cowboys, same thing. I expect him to be a top five quarterback as long as he's healthy. 
I don't love my other quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Lance, who knows when he'll play. I drafted him for later on in the season and the future. If he's everything I expect him to be, I expect to keep him long-term. And Zach Wilson, who knows? You know, he's got that arm. Some people say he could be the next Patrick Mahomes. You know, maybe poor man's Patrick Mahomes with that, that cannon, how he's able to play. I, I, I'd have to see more to see that. And he's going to a Jets team that I do like their coaching staff. So we'll see. But quarterbacks for me, B. Uh, running backs, A-. minus. The only reason my running backs with Barkley and Derrick Henry, I did lose Dobbins, but he was only going to be for bye weeks. It was basically Barkley and Henry. And with both of them, you that's that's an A+. plus. But with Barkley coming back, not being 100%, you know, the first few games on a snap count. Uh, so that lowers it to an A-. minus. But it's hard to beat those two guys. Win both healthy. Those are two top five running backs. Wide receivers, easily A+. plus. Before you say, oh, no, how could you? Devontae Adams, number one receiver last year. DK Metcalf, a wide receiver, won last year and still the top guy in his team. And Keenan Allen, entering week 14 before his injury, when I met up with Brian in the playoffs, where he only played like two snaps against the Raiders and really didn't do anything. He was, before entering that, he was a wide receiver one. He was top, I think, 11. So three wide receiver ones, they're all the team alphas, easily A-plus on my team. The best thing on my team are my wide receivers. Same group I had last year, so I'm hoping they'll carry me. This is where it's – you kind of – sometimes you punt. You know, in the draft when I didn't have several draft picks, I did punt at uh, tight end. I took a flyer hoping Komet uh, could – this is supposed to be the year he might, you know, have a better season, overtake Jimmy Graham. He's not going to go out there and be a, a Noah Font or anything of that skill level, but he could still be – uh, a, a, a top 12 maybe tight end, and I'll take that with the receivers and running backs I have. And also Frymuth on the bench. So tight end for me was a C minus, not great. Defense A plus, Rams were the number two unit and have been top six the last four years. So they are A. My overall team score was A minus. Like I said, the only weakness really is the tight end and my second QB. Other than that, everything else is pretty strong health-wise. Another big weakness I have is a bench. I have a bunch of young guys or potential guys. I don't have any real stars coming off my bench. Curtis Samuel at best. So uh, my team A-. minus. Let's get to a team I'm very excited to talk about. I hope Nick is listening. Nick, you are probably one of three teams that I was really excited to, to look into and to research and try to find out. Let's start with Nick's quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson and Kirk Cousins. Now hear me out on Kirk Cousins. Some of you already know it. Some might say... He's not elite. No, Kirk Cousins is not elite. By no means am I going to say that. But he has been number 10. That's a QB1. Number 5, that's a QB1. Number 6, that's a QB1. 13, just on the verge. 19, that was two years ago, not his best year. And last year, number 11. So that's a QB1 again. So five out of the last seven years, he's a top 12 quarterback. And the defense is good there, not great. And I still think that they're going to have to throw a lot. They're going to have to... When you're playing the Bears, hopefully with Fields eventually, when you're playing the Packers, Detroit, they're going to be throwing a lot. So Detroit's defense is not great, but their offense, they're going to have to throw. They did improve on running, you know, the running game. So we'll see there. Cousins, I think, is a great quarterback to have as your second QB. That's better than my team. That's better than a lot of other teams. And as you have Lamar Jackson as your top dog. Lamar Jackson, clearly one of the top five. I would take him. I right now if, take it. Yeah, I would take him over Kyler Murray. Um, I like Kyler Murray. He put up better stats last year. I still think overall Lamar Jackson 
run game will improve uh, this season. Teams didn't figure him out. He's just his numbers weren't as great. Well, he's he's just got to avoid COVID. That will be the biggest killer for him. But Nick's quarterbacks, both QB ones the last few years, like I said, A minus. Great QB play. Not A plus. We there are a few better, but still uh, amazing quarterbacks. Get to his running backs, Zeke Elliott. We all know. I mean, any draft, if he's available, he's always going top six in any normal draft. He was taken at eight here because some of us grab because it's super flex. So you grab him there. He has been two, 13, five, three, nine, nine without Dak for over 10 games last year. Top 10 still. So with Andy Dalton. So Zeke is elite. Clyde Edwards Elaire, not elite yet. Uh, he, he had some high hopes. You know, he did get. He was 22 overall, and that was with missing – how many games did he miss? Three games, right? So, excuse me. Then they brought in Bell, and that didn't really work out. But he can catch. He can run. Expect him to have a better season. I think he might fall somewhere from 18 to 12 even. I mean, that's a big range, but he, they got to get him more involved. He's got a year under his belt. He's just got to stay healthy. Running backs for Nick, I think – doesn't he have another one? Uh, Damian Harris is not bad. He's a starter. Damian Harris is not bad. He's a starter. So with Nick's running backs, I do like them. They can each easily be top 15. He gets an A-. minus. That's just how I see it. I, CEH is not on his way out. He's on his way in, and I think he's going to be better this year. We already know Zeke is one of the top running backs. Wide receivers, Mike Evans, year in and year out, is a wide receiver one. Eventually, it does have to end. I don't think it's going to end now with Tom Brady as his quarterback and they're defending Super Bowl champs. DJ Moore. He has much better QB play. He's never been a wide receiver one. He's put up wide receiver week, you know, wide receiver one weeks. He's he's been he can be a top dog, and I think he could still do that again. I still expect him to be maybe a wide receiver two though, a top twenty four because he's got Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey will play a lot more, but he does have a new quarterback, Sam Darnold, who I do like. So uh, I think being in that situation, it helps Darnold and it helps DJ Moore. He's got Adam Thielen, was a wide receiver one last year. Can he repeat? You know, he is 31. The age is catching up with him. He's not injured. He's ready to start the season healthy. I think him and Justin Jefferson with Cousins, right? We talked about Cousins earlier. He's got a nice, decent stack right there with Cousins and Thielen. Last year, uh, they both played uh, very well, and I expect the same thing. I, I don't see any sign of that not happening. Maybe Thielen loses some touches to... Dalvin Cook, maybe they loses him to Justin Jefferson, gets more, even more targets. Either way, I think they both help each other out. So Nick's wide receivers with those B, not B minus, not A, definitely not A, but very good B, solid core, solid unit. Now let's get to his tight ends, Waller and Andrews. Those are two top six tight ends. Waller, I think, was number two or three last year. Andrews was number six. Andrews has the ability to be number one. He's Lamar Jackson's favorite target. So you look at Nick right here. He's got Lamar Jackson and Andrews stacked. He's got Thielen and Cousins stacked. Most of the time, those guys, when all those guys are in their positions as number ones, that's a really tough situation to overcome for teams. Because you can still have, Andrews can still have a huge game if Jackson doesn't and vice versa. But when, usually if one goes off, they both do. So we'll see. But Andrews, Waller, Waller was – I let me check. I want to say Waller was on Brian's last – yes, Waller was with Brian last year. Waller actually helped, remember, in that, that – when we played in the playoffs, 
that Thursday night game when Keenan Allen went bad and Waller went off. Huge help for Brian to get him to the next round and eventually onto the championship. So Nick's tight ends, I've probably talked too much about him as it is. Both top tight ends, A+, plus, easily A+. Plus. You know, and he's playing them both smartly. But even if he has one on a bye week, he could play the other one and not have to. Oh, wait a minute. Let me double check. Oh, they're both on – their bye week is both week eight. That's the week to play Nick, both week eight. <laughs> what are the odds? Which means we know he's losing Lamar Jackson that week too. Yeah, uh, Nick's first loss might be week eight. And let's get finally to his defense. Vikings, like I said, not a great defense. They did have some big 18, 25, 30-point games, a couple of them. They're very good at home at times if they're not playing you know, Aaron Rodgers recently or any elite team, but they're pretty good at home. They might be a little better. I don't know what they did to sure up to get better. They might be matchup dependent. Week one, they play Cincinnati at home. So that could be a big week one for him. But don't love his defense. He got a C minus. Okay. There's not too many great defenses left, but you got a you got a team that for at least eight games at home or matchup dependent can actually put on uh, big situations. Actually, it's at Cincinnati. So drum roll. Nick's team is an A minus. Incredible draft. This I expect a big year from Nick. This is one of three teams. Like I said, I'm discounting my own. I'm not counting my own team. Um, but of the league that I'm looking at with these teams, there are three teams in here that I really almost guarantee playoffs where they have so much talent. They can overcome an injury here and there. It's not going to derail their season. Like, you know, some teams where they're like, hey, I got one great receiver and two good ones. That great one goes. Their team is really going to be uh, hurting. So, Looking at that, I really expect big things from Nick. A minus for Nick. Good job, Nick. Let's get to Elijah now. I'm going to try to do this one even quicker than me. That'll make up for, let me see, how long have I gone? Oh my gosh, I got to go faster. 22 minutes already. Elijah doesn't listen. A plus for Elijah's quarterbacks. Kyler Murray and Josh Allen, number one and number three QBs. No one is better than that. Running backs, a C. Wide receivers, a B. Tight end, an A. Defense, a B. A B minus, and then his overall team is a B minus. His weakness is his running backs, definitely, and his defense uh, can be good. But yeah, his running backs, not that impressive. Uh, they can have big games, but I, I they're not something that I'm going to want to hang my hat on. Receivers are B, solid. So that is Elijah's team. Let's get up to Mario's team. Now we are in Tecmo Bowl division. Okay, that was NFL 2K22. As, as we go through, if you looked at it, I got to say, if any teams make the playoffs, it would have to be Nick and my team. Uh, Brian still can. Leish still can. Like I said, I'm not saying you can't, but based on grades, there was two teams with A minuses in that division. Then there was a, uh, two teams with uh, B or possible B minus on both of those. So let's get to the next one. Dream team, Mario. Dream team, he might want to change it to Nightmare. <laughs> so let's go through it. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones always plays better when Barkley is there and healthy because Barkley takes a lot off of him. But it, he plays better in the fact that his team might win a few games. He makes less turnovers. They don't ask him to do so much. When Barkley's not there, they ask him to do more, which could increase his numbers but also increase turnovers. So real football, he plays better with Barkley. Fantasy-wise, I mean, I'm already talking way too much about Daniel Jones. He's never been top 20 quarterback. So he's got Galladay. they got – Kadarius Tony Barkley's back. No excuses. This is Daniel Jones time. He's got to at least the first month show something. And then his other quarterback is Derek Carr. 
solid quarterback. Carr is a top uh, 18 quarterback. He has, I don't know if he's ever been QB one. I think he's come close a few times. Let's see. 14 last year. Not bad. QB one, one year, 2016, probably year they made the playoffs. Uh, he could still go out there and be effective. You've got to have talent around your team everywhere else. When you got Daniel Jones, the other quarterback, you better have some real big studs uh, to help out. Carr is good. You know, I like him. We'll see what he can do. I don't love his quarterbacks. Uh, having both those, I would not feel comfortable. I give that a D plus. Okay. Tough. Uh, Carr, like I said, Carr is going to be the one. If Daniel Jones, there's always ifs. If Daniel Jones can take advantage of the weapons and the Giants O-line can actually protect them, then I could see the grade going up to a C plus if Jones can make a top 18 performance. Running backs. This is probably one of his best units. Probably, no, it is. Joe Mixon, we know how good he is when he's healthy. He has big games. Burrow, Burrow has to stay healthy. They have to get the offense moving. And Mixon is a great three down back. He can do it all. He can catch. He's like a poor man's Le'Veon Bell. He's just got to stay healthy. I do like Mixon. I absolutely love Nick Chubb. He is a RB1 every year since I think the they traded away. Who was there? Even with Kareem Hunt. But I think it was Carlos Hyde. Once they got rid of him, he took off. But Chubb can still share time with Hunt. If Hunt gets hurt, look for Chubb to, to get even more uh, carries, more work. But he is definitely an RB1. His running backs are A-. minus. Okay, A minus. Best thing on his team, most likely. I think his defense as well. Let's get to his wide receivers. He starts out with a home run. Stefan Diggs was a top three wide receiver last year. I really love Diggs. I liked where he drafted him in the second round. I know we heard some jokes about it. I don't know why. The fact that I, I thought of taking him instead of Trey Lance, but I already had three receivers. I can't play four of them. So what was the point? You go for something else. But I do love Diggs. Here's where it kind of drops off. Robbie Anderson last year was, I think, a wide receiver too. Yeah, he was 19th overall. Not bad. Top 20 receiver. You know, he's got Darnold back. He had a better season with Darnold in 2017 when he was uh, 18th overall. Will he still get that volume, like I said, with Christian McCaffrey back? DJ Moore is going to be he missed a few games. He's back. So we'll see what Robbie Anderson can do. Robbie Anderson would be a good flex or a good guy for uh, bye week where I would feel comfortable. Having him as my wide receiver too, that's not something I'm super excited about. Now, Diggs can kind of cover for that. Robbie Anderson goes out and has an 18-point game. Diggs goes and does his normal 25. You're okay. But his flex, Mooney. Mooney is a guy who's like, hey, you're here. You're wide receiver too. But he's already dealing with back injuries. It's like you can't even get your big breakout and you're already dealing with back injuries. This is supposed to be his big season where he can come out against the Rams. Robinson's going to be drawn uh, – Patrick Ramsey. So this is Mooney's chance to shine. He cannot miss the first game and be injured. He's got to be out there. I don't know what to expect with Mooney. I don't think he's going to go out there and be no Stefan Diggs. I don't think he's going to be a wide receiver one. You're hoping he can get anywhere from 20 to 30. Uh, if he can do that, that's nice. That means he'll give you solid weeks. Wide receiver core though, Stefan Diggs can only mask so much. I give him a C minus with his wide receivers. Tight end, Gusecki was a top uh, a tight end one last year. Gusecki last year, both have been top six seasons. Can they repeat it? You know, now you got two of there. Some of that was with some of his touchdowns were, was with Fitzmagic. Can he repeat that and be the a top six tight end again? If Gusecki can, that's not bad. But I have to see it from him and Hooper. And the Dolphins only got better with Jalen Waddle. They added more speed, and I think two is going to try to throw it downfield more. I don't love the tight ends. Uh, they're both good, 
like I said, if you get, if you gave me Gusecki on my team, on Nick's team, on Brian's team, Elijah's team, even, I'm feeling okay. Now those teams don't need it because they got Kelsey and they got Waller, so they don't need it. Or whoever has Waller, I think Nick does, yeah. But with Mooney as your flex, Anderson as your second receiver, and your other quarterback or Chase Edmonds in your spot, whatever, however you do it, I don't love them. Uh, C for his wide receivers. Defense, this is another top unit. Colts, top five, easily strong defense, great defense. I give them an A, bringing Brian's total to a C. Not a C plus, not a C minus, right there in the middle is a C. So not a, a team as good as last year, I would say, for Mario. But we'll see if he makes any trades. If he wins a few games and start out strong, look for him to maybe make a deal and try to pull something uh, to improve his team for this year. Next team up on the list is Jacob. All right, let's dig right into Jacob. Let's be honest. Winston is his top quarterback. He also has Justin Herbert. doesn't matter where you set him. Let's get to Winston first. Can he stay the quarterback all season? Is he going to be pulled or benched? They do have four quarterbacks on their roster, and that's in case Winston gets hurt. I think Taysom Hill is going to go in as, as different spots like he always does, block punts, maybe return kicks, be a running back, be a tight end, still come in and do his trick plays. But that's fine. That's not going to affect Winston. It's Does Winston go out and have three touchdowns, three picks? Does he cost his team the game? If he does, will he be pulled? If he stays in all year, you know, we saw what Winston did with the Bucks, even when he was turning it over. It's because they didn't really have any options. Fitz Magic, they flip-flopped, and Fitz was do doing even worse. So then they went with Winston and actually carried Elijah to UC10 Championship, which he lost to Austin. But we know what Winston can be. So I really like him in that offense. Huge potential. I would be totally cool with rolling as Winston as my quarterback. If I had Dak Prescott like I do and I was able to roll Winston, I would totally be cool with that. I do have faith in him. We'll have to see if he can. And I do really like Justin Herbert. He's already a top 10 quarterback last year. He's going to be even better with another year under his belt and the team only improving, trying to stay healthy. That's the main thing. So with his quarterbacks, top 10 quarterback, he has potentially two top 10, but B plus. The only reason I'm not an A is I got to see it from Winston in this new team and see if he can stop with the turnovers. But B plus. Running backs, Kamara, Jones, Mike Drop. That's an A plus. Both can catch. Both can run. Both are running back elites, and both are top six running backs easily. Uh, you can even, I'll say six. The reason, uh, let's see, what was Jones last year? The reason I would put him maybe last year. Yep, I was going to say if he made top five. You got to remember Barkley missed a year. Barkley was there all year. I think Barkley's top five, and Jones might drop back one. We'll see. Aaron Jones does have a better team. He's not as good as Barkley, but he does have a better team. Easily Jacob's best spot, A+. His wide receivers, this is what he has a tough time. He's got the potential. Brandon Ayuk, in a few dynasty leagues I'm in, I have Brandon Ayuk. I'm relying on him to be a big part of it. I think with that team, He's going to step in over Debo Samuel and be the, the big play receiver. We know still it's Kittle and the run game, but we still also know that they need a receiver. I really like what I've seen from Ayuk. He's got to stay healthy, though. Don't get hurt. Uh, I do like him to be maybe if, if, you, if he finishes it 13 to 18, that's great. I would take that. I would assume Jacob takes that. Callaway, he's the wide receiver top dog now. He's supposed to be their wide receiver one, but are they going to go to – him? Are they going to go a lot to a Camara? Are they going to get the tight end involved? What's the case? They got other receivers there, but none of them are guys who are standing out. So I don't know who the what's going to happen there. Are they all going to just be kind of spread out? We'll see. 
but Callaway, and then he's got right now Gus Edwards in. You could put Gus Edwards with his running backs. That's he's good at Gus Edwards. Sometimes touchdown dependent, but he's going to get touchdowns. So I like Gus. Either way, his running backs are A plus. But his wide receivers, he's also got Allen Robinson. Right now it's on his bench because we know when Robinson goes up against Ramsey, like a lot of receivers, they don't have their best games. He's still got Beckham. So he's still got major talent and big names on his bench. And matchup-based, he can play those. I mean, what? how good does that sound? Kamara, Jones, o- OBJ, Allen Robinson. Then you put Ayuk or Edwards in your flex. That's really good. you know. So he's going to probably play the matchup card and see how that goes. So wide receivers with him. I give them a, where is it? Oh, a D plus. I know that sounds bad. Actually, you know, no, C plus. I'm sorry, a C plus. I don't know why I had that mark. His his receivers, because of Beckham and Robinson, if they play better matchups and he starts them, those are good enough to easily be a C plus. If Ayuk and Callaway do step up and be wide receiver two, and let's say he's got like four guys who can be top uh 13 wide receivers, that's easily a B then. But right now it's at C+. Tight ends, elite, just like his running backs. We don't have to waste our time talking about Kittle. He's just got to stay healthy. He has so many plays of 20-plus yards. That's an A+. Bears defense, very strong, but last year they were not top 20 fantasy-wise. We need to see some more Khalil Mack. We need to see some more turnovers. Once Fields comes in, get the ball control, get get some uh, clock control, see if the the defense, if that, that helps them, but they're not top 20. We'll see what they can do. They can, like all defenses, have big matchups week to week. Right now they're playing uh, at the Rams. We'll see what they can do. They are a C plus. So overall for his team, he gets a B. You know, very good, solid team. A B that can easily become an A with the fact that we see more from Winston. We see what happens with Robinson, with Beckham, with Ayuk. He has too many question marks for me to just want to jump up and give him an A. But right now, it's not a B minus. It's a B. Strong team. Jacob should be proud. Good roster built. Next team. This is one of the other ones I couldn't wait. I wanted to see Jacobs. I really wanted to see Nick's. I really wanted to see Eric's. Dynamite. I know last year he kept 10 guys. The strategy paid off. Last year, we looked at Dino's team, and I remember going, look at all the depth he had, right? He had talent, but he had so much depth. And that's great when you see these guys get injured. Or you don't even have to get injured. You can do like how we just saw with Jacob last one. He's going to play Ayuk because he likes that matchup more against Detroit than he is playing Robinson against um, Ramsey. I keep having it. So I would do the same. I agree with that. So you do that when you have the depth. We just have to see is Jacobs receivers with Ayuk and Callaway, are they going to be strong enough throughout the year to where he has that option? Dino Dan's team does have that. Let's cover Dino Dan right now. First, QBs. Let's get Matt Ryan. We know for career, on average, the guy's a QB1. But for almost all that, where he was a 7, 7, 6, 12, 7, then he dropped to 20, 2, then 15, 2, 10, last year 12, three straight years of QB1s. Will that hold up? Now, he missed Julio for a big chunk of the season and still did it. He still got Calvin Ridley. He's got Russell Gage. Doesn't have any running game. He had Gurley get some passing touchdowns. but And now he's got... Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts, I called him uh, the, the what is it? I called him the star scream. Or no, the uh, Optimus. He's the Optimus Prime uh, compared to Megatron. He is a tight end version of 
Calvin Johnson, his name is, I keep wanting to say Megatron. I want to say his name, Calvin Johnson. We're not going to cover Pitts right now. Pitts is on another team, but Matt Ryan, I still think he's going to be a top 12 to 15 quarterback. I like him a lot. I might even say I love him. I love him. When you go through the rest of this team, you would, you'll see why I love him with the numbers he puts up. Uh, but Ryan, Sam Darnold, this is it. This is where he shows us he's, he's actually a very talented quarterback when he's out of cracked out Adam Gase and his crazy stare. He's on a new team. He's got way better talent around him. DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. We just talked about Robbie Anderson. They got Terrence Marshall, the rookie drafted. Chuba Hubbard. They have a much better team. I think Darnold could be a sneaky top 15 quarterback. That sounds dumb now, but we all saw what he can do. Just wait, wait. We'll see. We'll see. I like his quarterbacks. I don't love them. Uh, and then even Jared Goff. Jared Goff's going to, I think, have a better year this year because his defense is not great. So he's going to have to throw a lot more. Look for Goff to put up not numbers as good as Stafford, but very strong numbers. So with Goff and Darnold, you could easily have a sneaky quarterback top 15. And I think Matt Ryan is a QB1. Overall, B minus, right? Not a C. He's better than some of the other teams. I do still like Matt Ryan. We'll see if it, how well he does there. It's just a mystery without Julio Jones, but B minus. Here's we get to, to the good stuff. Not that the quarterbacks are bad, but this is the really good stuff. The running backs. You got Dalvin Cook. He is an elite running back. You got Antonio Gibson. If you saw Gibson last year, in the one of the leagues I had him in the dynasty, I traded him because I had a fear. And the fear was that he only had really big games. I mean, he had 12 points, 12 points, 23 against Baltimore, but that was on a big screen pass, one of them. Uh, you know, so it was kind of misleading. His two biggest games were against Dallas, 25 points. Dallas on Thanksgiving, 43 points. And then he had a pretty solid 122 against Detroit. So you throw out the teams he played that start with the letter D, and he's not his numbers were not that good. Now, he did get hurt, and he did miss almost a month. But even on games he was healthy, he had 10 against the Rams, 9 against the Giants. He should have destroyed the Giants. 10 against the Eagles to end the season, only 9 against Carolina. So you look at those and you're like, ah, you know, that's kind of a letdown. His usage, though, they cut it back. They didn't give him a bunch. Now they're going to pull the chains off. They're going to let him go. He's going to run like a wild animal, crazy dog that he is. Gibson might be poor man Christian McCaffrey. We That's what they plan on using him. He's still, what was he last year, too? The numbers, like I said, he had a few big games. He was a RB2 at 13. I will take that. This year, will he be the same? He could be. If he finishes 14, 13, 11, anywhere in there, I think Dino Dan would be happy to go with Cook. And he's also got Melvin Gordon. Doesn't have a huge running back room, but he's got good ones. From those running backs, I give him an A-. minus. only reason it's not an A-plus is because he's just got the top two, and I still have to see it from Gibson again. He, you know, he, It can't just always be just Dallas and Detroit. That'll be good for Dino for three games. But then the rest of the season, you're counting on him, and he's not. That's the that's kind of the Tyler Lockett sim, uh, syndrome, where 15 points, 5 points, and then 50 points. At the end, it looks great, and he helped you that one week. But you, you know, you're relying on someone. You want something more than that. And I think Gibson will do that. That's why his running backs get A-. minus. Let's get to his receivers. Cooper, Amari Cooper, has been since been coming to Dallas, is a strong wide receiver one if healthy. 
He stays healthy. He puts up. He has big, really big games, and occasionally, usually at Philly, it seems like to be the the kryptonite to him. He might have a nine point game, a six point game, but in Dallas, for the most part, he'll go forty five points, eighteen points, seventeen points, twenty four points. Where you're like, all right, each week I can count on fifteen or more. He's pretty reliable. Love Amari Cooper. Cooper Cup struggled last year. That the whole Rams offense at times didn't look great. The defense is what carried him. I expect Cup now with Stafford to go back to being a top twelve wide receiver. He might not. He might maybe uh, through the first month be a top twelve receiver and then fade out and then come back. I still expect consistency of twelve points or more from Cooper Cup. I think he will be a very good receiver with Stafford. And then he's got in his flex Corey Davis. He is the Jets' top wide receiver. He's looked good in preseason. Look for Corey Davis to really, I think, finally hit the 1,000-yard mark. I, actually, I think he did last year. He had 900 or, or almost 1,000. But look for him to have a really big year with, with the, the deep bomb and the strong arm of Zach Wilson. So his wide receivers, B. Okay, so he's got B-minus quarterback, A-minus running backs, B in wide receiver. Very good. Let's get to his tight end, Tanyan. He had some games where, remember that Monday night game, huge monster performance. Some of those games, those numbers can be inflated. Can he do it again? I don't know. I think he can, right? I mean, why wouldn't you, why would you stop involving your tight end? He might not have a three touchdown night again, but I still think he can be a top 12 tight end, maybe even top 10. Some big in games, kind of like what happened with Gibson, inflated the stats. And I do like Jonah Smith in New England now. I think that's a much better situation for him. They'll be involved with the two tight end sets. So I do like his tight ends. Don't love them. You know, I think they're both better than mine, but uh, some of the other teams as well. But B minus. Defense, you look at it now, he's got, the, right now he's got the Panthers in there. Will he start them against the Jets? The Jets, who knows? They were terrible last year. It's a good matchup, matchup base. You're going against a rookie in his first game. They're projected to get 28 points, so why not? Panthers defense, though, is not why I have his defense graded so high. It's the Steelers. They were a top three defense. Opening up for the Steelers, they have to play at Buffalo, who is an elite offense. So Dino's playing the smart thing. He's doing. He's got a defense that can play good matchups. The Panthers had had good games at times, but overall were not a great defense. The Steelers are a great defense. Take the projection, which is higher for the Panthers. Smart move by Dino. But his defense is a A because of the Steelers. Adding all that up, if you look at his roster, not counting even the depth of Hollywood Brown, Chase, I didn't even talk about Chase Claypool. Like we said, we did mention uh, Melvin Gordon, Jared Goff. Great depth. His team, A-. minus. So that is our third A-. minus. I really like Dino's Dan's team. I like this team more than last year's team. Last year's team had some talented players. He had so much depth. He had a lot of wide receiver, too, and running back, too. Players where you're like, hey, man, he could put up consistent numbers, which he did. Matter of fact, I believe he finished second overall, not in scoring, but in second best record and had a bye week. So great season for Dino. I expect the same thing this year to compete in that division with Jacob. Uh, and I think it's going to come down in that division based on the, the grades I give him. I think it's going to come down between Jacob and Dino Mike because Mario's team, not not really, you know, not elite. They're a C. Let's get to the next team. Matt, what's my time like? Oh, my gosh. I am. I got one more division. I'm going to talk Matt quick. Okay, let's get to it. Quarterback, Mahomes and Stafford. Mahomes is A++, obviously. Stafford might be top 15 again, but he's never had a defense this good. 
Will he kind of be in the, the Jared Goff situation to where maybe they run a little bit, maybe they get a lead and he does uh, you know a lot of handoffs. They, they don't have to rely on him so much. He can be more than a, a better game manager. Some teams they will against the Niners, who they got swept by last year, against the Cardinals. In their division, they're going to have to throw a lot. They're going to have to move it. So Stafford will have those big games. But either way, both of them are great. I think he gets an A for quarterbacks. Running backs, Josh Jacobs and Kareem Hunt are both sharing carries with Drake and Chubb. So both his running backs, I think, could be – I mean, Hunt was an RB1 last year. So to sit there and say he can't do it again, Hunt could be an RB1. Jacobs, I think he was right on the verge of an RB1. He could be. We have to see how much uh, uh, Drake gets involved, if it's just passing down or are they going to – you know, sometimes they would pull Jacobs out when you're like, dude, he just had three straight carries of seven yards. He's moving the ball for you, and they'd pull him out, and you wouldn't see him the rest of the drive. So Gruden is a headache for fantasy running backs. But his match running backs, B minus. You know, uh, they're not bad, like I said, but they're, there's none of them are one where I go, man, you know, that's an Ezekiel Elliott or that's this. Like I said, Hunt, could he do it again? Chubb did get injured some games too. But either way, I like his running backs, B minus. Wide receivers, Debo Samuel, Brandon Cooks, very good. But Brandon Cooks, I think his best days are behind him. He's got Tyrod Taylor. He doesn't have the deep ball that he's had with all his other quarterbacks. If his if he had Debo Samuel and Brandon Cooks with, let's say, Stephon Diggs like Mario did, then I might feel better about it. His, his other receivers, Robert Woods. Robert Woods was a wide receiver one last year. Right or two, right at the border at 13. He was been 11, 14, and 13. I expect that to continue, but that would be great. You know, he's going to need the, he's going to need Robert Woods to be a top 12 receiver, and then Debo and Cooks be wide receiver twos. If he does that, that's okay. I still think this roster that we're con, we're construct or talking about right now could still make the playoffs. When you have Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs, even, and then Robert Woods has to be a wide receiver one, and Debo and Cooks have to be wide receiver twos. If any of the, those two guys drop out and are like having week, you know, week to week, like 29, 34, Matt's going to need like a 50-point game from Mahomes, and you're not going to get that every week. So receivers going through Matt's team, they're good, right? Not great. That's why they're C+. Plus. So he's got an A, a B-, and a C+. Plus. Tight ends. Henry on a new team. That runs two tight end sets, kind of like we talked about with Dino Dan Smith. Could be very strong. He needs to be that. He was always supposed to be the tight end one and, and with the Chargers, but he never panned out. He either got hurt or would only get a few targets a game. They never got him involved. Goddard, or Go Dirt, as we called him at the draft, he's still a solid option as well. I don't know what to expect. Goddard was great with uh, Wentz, but once uh, Hurts came in, he wasn't as good. That's another thing, too. Matt does have Jalen Hurts. So... His quarterback play is really, really set. He's even got depth where if he wanted to trade Hurts for another uh, receiver to improve his receiving core, that's a possibility uh, to where Matt could pull up his receiving core. But with his tight ends, with Hunter Henry and even Tyler Higby and Goddard, I give them a B-. minus. Not, like I said, better than his receivers, but you run three receivers most of the time, so you need to have good receivers. Bad receiver play really affects the t if you look at the teams where the receivers are c minus c matt right here c plus those are the ones that are probably gonna have the worst grades because if if you're running three receivers 
you better have at least one or two elite ones or really, really strong ones. And Matt's defense, top 15, they should be better this year. The Browns, they are pretty good defense. We saw what they did in the playoffs. I expect the Browns, like Baker Mayfield, to maybe bump up a few spots and play a little better. His defense is a B-, minus, bringing Matt's overall grade to a C+. Plus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I am not going to be able to get through all this. Oh, my goodness. What's the time? Yeah, 48 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Dang it. This went by way too fast. I can't help it. I have all these notes. All right. Well, that's that division. And the final division is Madden 22. Let's see if I can speed this up. Sorry, guys. We'll get on Christian's team. Tua. Tua really needs to shine and prove it this year before they end up trading for Watson. That's the big thing. He, they might trade for Deshaun Watson. Tua's got to... He's got to be allowed to throw. There was games last year where they seemed like they didn't want – everything was underneath, underneath. They never let him chuck it deep. You got Will Fuller and Jalen Waddell. I want to see him throw it deep. Fitzmagic, he's going to be the top guy in Washington. No guys behind him for pressure. Quarterbacks are good. I need to see more from Tua. B-. minus. Running backs, Austin Eckler just got hurt literally Wednesday, and it's not looking good with his hamstring. We'll have to see how that goes. He needs Eckler – to be healthy and playing for Christian's running backs. Because if Eckler goes down, man, it's, it's oh man, we're in trouble. Because his second running back is Daryl Williams. And he's going to get about 25, 35% of the work with CEH. So he's not going to go out there and, you know, unless Williams gets a touchdown, what you'll need a touchdown to score to really carry the running back group. Eckler needs to be healthy and get it. Because look at Eckler's projected for 19, eight for Daryl. If you get 27 points combined for your running backs, then your quarterbacks need to step up. We'll get to Christian's strong point right here, his receivers. But his running backs are C. Not C minus, just a C. Wide receivers, Nuke, wide receiver one. DeAndre Hopkins, we know that. Ridley, he was a wide receiver one last year. I think he's going to continue with no Julio. Pitts will only help him. LaVisca Chenault, Jamar Chase, or even Nicole uh, Hardman, those guys can all be wide receiver twos. So you've got two wide receiver ones and then three guys who can flip in any week in your flex as a wide receiver two. I really like those. That's his strong point. A minus for Christian. Great job with the receivers. And having three receivers that are strong, or even in this case, five who can be really good, has helped carry Christian to the playoffs the last few years. Tight end. Everett always had a chance to be a top tight end. Other than one game on Monday Night Football against Kansas City, shout out to Austin, he hasn't shown it. You know, he's, he, he'll have a good game and then he gets hurt. And you're like, man, he can't get the ball rolling. Uh, new team in Seattle. We'll see if that happens. They need a tight end. They, when Disley was there, they got him heavily involved. I think Disley's still there, but either way, Everett is the man there now. This is his chance. He's going to have to live up to it. We'll see if he does. As of now, though, I got to give the greatest C. Defenses, Dolphins, top four. They are only going to get better this year, I think. Uh, or even if they just stay at top four. That's amazing. That's an A. So overall, Christian's team grade is a B minus. He's got to have those receivers. He's got to have Fitzmagic, that defense, that can, that can carry him to wins. Because if Eckler goes down, he's really going to be struggling. So that is Christian's team, B-. minus. What's the time? Oh, i got nine minutes. Let's get to a team that I was really excited to talk about. He had so many picks. Remember, he had, we said he had like 11 picks in the first four rounds, maybe even 12. Let's get to the quarterbacks for Eric. Aaron Rodgers, elite might be his last year in Green Bay, so he's going all out. Tannehill was a quarterback one since he's been the starter in Tennessee. And playing with Derrick Henry helps him even more. 
So the only issue is have or not issue even better point is he has Julio and AJ now. So he's got Julio Jones, AJ, big step up, expected to be the same, if not better. His quarterbacks are a minus, not because Rogers, because Tannehill, I have to see more of it than one and a half years, but I do expect more possibility for a running backs. Most start when he's healthy, he, he can be have huge 70 yard touchdown runs, but even the one season where he played all 16 games, he was still never an RB2. I think he was like 27th or 29th. He he can have really big games for you, but he's never shown to be out there. He's not a 20-carry-a-game guy. He doesn't have to be. you know. And that's what Eric's looking at when you look at the rest of his roster. He just needs Mozart to go out there and get him, hey, give me a 24-point game. Give me a 17-point game. Mozart can do that. He's just got to stay healthy. His best running back is David Montgomery, though. Demont, I think... Once Justin Fields emerge, he's going to be even better. Tariq Cohen is injured again, which will open it up for Dean Montgomery. He is at times matchup dependent. He really destroyed it in the playoffs last year to help Brian win that championship as well as uh, Darren Waller. But Demont didn't do it all year. Once the matchups got easier, he excelled. I think he's going to be a little better than that. I think the coaching staff trusts him. I do like Eric's running backs. We talked about his quarterbacks, A minus his running backs. Where's his other ones? Who's his? Uh, oh, and Miles Gaskin. He's an RB2. So you got an RB1, an RB2, and Mostar who can have big plays matchup dependent wise. B minus for his running backs. Solid unit. His wide receivers, Tyreek freaking Hill. We all know the story. I wanted him. Been waiting for years for him. Eric smartly grabbed him. He is elite. He has gigantic games. He's one of the best there is. Don't expect anything different from him. So you got Tyreek Hill. You got. Juju Smith-Schuster is a wide receiver too. He could be now with Claypool there and Deontay Johnson. Juju still the flex guy. If Eric can get 14 to 17 points a game, he will take that having Tyreek Hill and my other favorite receiver in football, JJ Dynamite, Justin Jefferson, who was a wide receiver one last year. Go go uh, YouTube when he scores that touchdown and does his kick dance and his uh, his glasses, fingers to the eyes, glasses. He did that at LSU. So did Jamar Chase. I love those two. But man, fun, entertaining player. One of my favorite to watch. So Eric, wide receivers, easily, easily one of the best in the league. They are an A. And that's not counting Tyler Higgins. You know, uh, Higgins is, is probably a wide receiver too as well. So great unit, A. Tight end with Pitts. You want to give Pitts an A, but... He's, he's coming in. People always say the, t- the tight end unit is so hard. They usually take several years. Kyle Pitts can step in right away. Julio Jones is gone. Pitts is going to get seven to ten targets a game. I think he's going to go out and be a top eight tight end this year. So for that, and I love the fact that Eric got him. Great move. I give the tight end a B. Niners defense, when healthy, is a top six. They're all healthy. Look out, Niners defense. They are an A-. minus. Man, only five minutes left. I'm not going to be able to do the last. Dang it. I'll do it as quick as I can. But Eric's A. Right now, Eric's team has the best grade. He does not have an A-. minus. He's the only team in the league that has an A because he doesn't have a weakness. The weakness would be his tight end being a rookie. But I want Pitts. I would do backflip for Pitts. Pitts is one of the biggest grabs that everyone wanted. So great team. I, Eric, If the, even if you suffer an injury on one guy, you have such good depth with on your bench with Higgins and Gaskins. You've got great quarterback. Great. Everything is solid. This is your year to 
maybe possibly like before, you've gotten a bye week. Get a bye week. Really contend for that regular season title. I know you want that championship. You can do it. This is a great year for you. Now what do I have to do? I got two minutes to do Austin and Steve. All right, sorry. I'm going to go quick. Austin, uh, Russell Wilson, great quarterback. They got to allow him to do it. Burrow, expect him. If he can play and stay healthy, this could be a breakout year for him. You get a B. Jonathan Taylor took off the week after I traded him to you. Very upset about that, but he looks great. He looks to continue and be better. If Wentz plays, I think he's going to have better. Love Najee Harris. I was going to draft him if Hill was gone, and if you did not take him, you did. Great grab. I'd rather have him over Devontae Adams. I think those two running backs are very solid. I got to see more because they're both young. B+. Wide receivers is where you are weak. Kenny G, he's already hurt. He needs to step up. You got Pittman who is potentially the top receiver there. Hot Lockett makes really big plays. Like we said, he has really big games, but he doesn't do it as enough consistent, consistency. So those weeks he goes for 40, you're going to probably win those. Those weeks he goes for seven, you're going to need Kenny G or Pittman to really step up. So overall receivers, I give him a C plus. Tight end, Zach Ertz, man, we need to show that he can be elite again. He might be done. I don't know. We'll see what he could do in that offense with Goddard and Devonta Smith. And Miles Sanders, I don't know how much Ertz will get it. We'll see what uh, Jalen Hurts does. But C- minus defense, the Bucks are elite, and they might be even better than last year. You get an A. You get a bonus A over everyone else just for the fact that Darius Leonard is the best defensive player in the league. So your team overall is a B. And maybe possibly B-. minus. I was right there on the border because, like I said, when you run three receivers and that's your weakest point in your team, that's you know a, a, a good chunk of your roster. So – Austin team is a B, possibly B minus. Not bad. Let's get to our last team. Brady, you got Steve, you got Brady, who's elite. Jimmy G, who's maybe a late QB two. Uh, when Justin Fields steps up and you play Fields and Brady, I think your team could really have much better quarterback play and be more dangerous. You get a B for quarterback. Christian McCaffrey, CMC automatically makes your running back room an A. You put Sanders on there. He might play better with Hertz running the RPO. And you got Rojo. He can have some big games. He did last year. Not bad at all. You get an A for your, your running backs. Wide receiver, Julio Jones. I think he's going to shine with A.J. Brown. They're both going to be well. Then you got Lamb and you got uh, even with Cooper. So you've got two, run, uh, two receivers, Julio Jones and Lamb, who are both sharing time, but who are both going to be, I still think, wide receiver twos trying to, and having those wide receiver one weeks, those big weeks. And who's your other one? Great options. Oh, Landry, he's strong. He's, his better days are behind him, but Landry's not bad. I give your wide receivers a B. Tight end, Gronk. He was top 10 last year, but with O.J. Howard coming back, I don't know if he's going to cut into the targets. He'll still be the same. Still, solid option at C+. Not your strongest point, but still, you know, Gronk better than uh, some of the other tight ends. Defense, Buffalo Bills were top nine. Very good defense. But the Patriots and Jets both got better than last year, so we'll have to see. The Bills did kind of feed off some of those games. Can they repeat at being a strong defense again? I think they can. I give them a B plus. So overall, Steve, your team is a B. Let's go through the grades. Eric, A, number one team based on, on my grading. Nick, A minus. My team, A minus. Dino, A minus. Any of us can fit there. I really like Nick's overall team more because I like his tight ends more than mine. Dino's got best better depth than me. Jacob, B. Steve, B. Austin, B. B, B minus. That's why I have Austin at seven. Eight, I have Brian right there at B. He's kind of close to B minus as well. Christian B minus, Elijah B minus, Matt and C plus, and Mario at C. 
Those are how we round out the top 12. I hope you enjoyed. The show is about to end. Enjoy your football. Make sure your roster's set and be safe, guys. Are you ready for some football?